0: hey there i'm Lindsay, and welcome back to lean soapbox where i discuss all things marvel everything from film disney plus show releases comics and more make sure to give the podcast a follow and i hope you enjoy okay hello hello guys i am back i have a pretty valid reason for being gone okay so a few weeks after i posted the first episode the actors joined the writers with the strike against the studios and they requested for fans to not really be posting or promoting any of the work that the studios were putting out. And obviously I wanted to show my solidarity. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna stop posting. And hence why there is a gap between this episode and the last episode that I posted. So I thought this would be a perfect opportunity to kind of do like a reintroduction or just like an update. So you kind of know more about myself and what I've been keeping up with, what films, what TV shows, basically just what I've been doing during these past few months that I haven't been able to post. So, let's see, there's a lot to talk about because the strike began on July 14th and then it went all the way until November 8th. November 9th was, like, it was officially, officially over. Like, actors could start posting again, fans could also start promoting if they had decided not to. So, It was basically four months. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start from July all the way to December and just give you the whole rundown of what's been happening, okay? So we're just going to jump right back to where I left off the last thing I spoke about on the podcast, which was Secret Invasion. And I believe that last episode I had talked about season, no, not season, episode three, or maybe it was episode four. No, I think it was episode three because episode four, I had kind of already started scripting and then the strike occurred. So yes, episode three. So literally mid, mid-season. mid um, I am not... I do not remember what I said in that episode because I do not want to go back and, like, listen to myself because I think I'm just going to cringe because it's been a long time. But I believe from what I recall, I was pretty excited about how the season was going along. Like, I thought there was pretty, like, valuable moments that were occurring that I was like, okay, this is gonna, like, pay off at the end. Like, this is gonna be good. And obviously, by the end of it, I was just very surprised by how things ended. Um, But that's all I'm really gonna say because I really don't want to, like, add to, like, that negativity that's already, like, out there, you know, <laughs> surrounding this show. So, yeah, moving on to one of the best things that happened this year the Barbie movie. Okay, I know this is a Marvel podcast, but I really want to talk about the Barbie movie. I mean, I did mention that there will be times where I don't talk about Marvel. It'll be other things. So, valid. When I knew that this movie was happening and releasing, I was excited, even though, like, I did grow up having a few Barbies and I did play with them. But, I mean, it wasn't, like, a super important moment in my childhood. But I thought the idea of, like, a Barbie movie sounded, like, fun, obviously, you know? And also, oh, I did own... So, you know, that's, like, little like toy cars that like little kids can like actually get in and like drive i had a barbie jeep so when i think of barbie i feel like i always just think of like my barbie jeep which by the way was masculinized by my okay that sounds weird but literally my dad spray painted it because it was pink and then it had like this light like lime yellow no lime green i'm sorry and what my dad did is he spray painted it black and red for my little brother and i just I joke about it every time because I think it is so funny that literally stripped all the femininity out of it just so my little brother could play with it. But anyway, so obviously I was there opening night for Barbie. I did dress up. I always try and dress up for whatever movie I am watching. Usually, it's just Marvel film, so majority of the time, it's just, like, a t-shirt with whatever character it is, unless I'm really feeling, like, trying to be fancy or something. But for the Barbie movie, I did end up wearing some pink pants that I borrowed from my sister, a cream top, and then just, like, a pearly, like, headband. It wasn't too much, but just enough for someone who saw me to be, like, oh, this girl is definitely going to watch the Barbie movie. You know what I mean? And as the movie was playing out, I was, I was thrilled. I thought it was, it was just also cool to like to see the whole Barbie world come to life. And of course, I love the themes that they explored because although it may be themes or messages or ideas or just like social realities that a lot of us are already aware of, it is still important to have a piece of media, especially a movie this big, that encapsulates all of it and puts it in a digestible form that allows for a lot of people to really understand or begin to understand. And I want to mention how this movie was such a perfect way to highlight womanhood and just allow people to embrace womanhood. It was such a beautiful thing to see how unifying this movie was for all women, especially because the film industry has always been dominated by men. So seeing this moment and having this moment for all women, to have a movie that is so obviously made for them, and to have the opportunity to dress up and embrace femininity, embrace all things that make up girlhood. I have heard stories where women, for example, they relate, relationship growing up with the color pink. They hated the color and they just try to stay away from it because pink equated to being a girl. It's kind of that subtle misogyny that was built into us based off the things that we saw in society. So again, I just love how the movie was an opportunity for women to fall back in love with the color pink, fall back in love with girlhood, rediscover their womanhood, and just embrace all of that, you know? Oh my gosh, this this just turned into like a whole rat. I'm just I'm so passionate about this. and I could, I could literally write a whole research paper on this. Okay, so the next thing on my list that I wanted to mention is that I actually went to Disneyland recently. I had not been to Disneyland since January of 2020, so right before COVID. Before that, I was lucky enough to be able to go every year with my family. Usually it was during summer vacation. However, obviously since COVID hit, things changed and we were actually gonna go summer 2022. So it was the summer right after my high school graduation. But the thing is, so I actually struggle with chronic knee and hip pain. And during that time, my pain peaked, so we were not able to go. We had to cancel the trip. And then this summer came along and I was still in pain, but I began thinking like, girl, you're holding yourself back when you could literally just use a wheelchair or a motorized scooter. And I was hesitant, but then my sister also was saying like, you have to accept where you are. If you have something that is going to help you, it's something that you need, then use it. Don't be ashamed to do that. Like, you only live once, are you really going to let this limit you and keep you from making some valuable memories with your family? And I was like, girl, you're right, you're completely right. And then I went to my mom and I was like, girl, book the trip, I'm using the motorized scooter. And we went and it was so much fun. And I I just, I love Disneyland, but specifically because of like all the behind the scenes stuff that I always think about. Like every time I go, I try to understand everything, like how it all works. For example, putting things into perspective, like where's this projection coming from? Or how did they do this in order to do this? Literally critically thinking about everything, trying to understand how it all functions. And you would think that that would take the magic away, but actually, if anything, it inspires me more, and it just makes me appreciate how cool everything really is. But anyway, the reason why I wanted to mention Disneyland specifically is because I also went to California Adventure, which is where Avengers Campus is, the Marvel land that can't be named Marvel land because of contracts. So yeah, Avengers Campus was originally going to open in 2020, but then COVID happened, so it got pushed back until 2021. And Avengers Campus was honestly something I didn't desperately need to see. Like, I was excited about it. I did watch the ceremony live, like the opening ceremony. And I mentioned that because Universal Studios' Superhero Islands of Adventure is the one that I'm like, I really hope I could see in person. Because that one is also a Marvel Land, and everything literally looks like it was stripped straight from a comic. But anyway, Avengers Campus in person, super cool. I think the most entertaining thing about Avengers Campus is the fact that there's just always a bunch of characters just walking around and you can just meet a variety of different ones. I think the day we went, we saw Spider-Man, Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow, Black Panther. Oh, and then Nick Fury was there because we went during the time that that show was really seen. So Nick Fury dressed up in his secret invasion gear. He was there. And their nighttime show, World of Color, had a version playing that was dedicated to Disney's 100th anniversary. And in that version, there's a whole sequence that features the MCU. And I think it's so cool because it's the first time the MCU has ever been featured in one of their nighttime shows. And then after that whole Disney Trip, we went to Fullerton, which is 10 minutes away from where Disneyland is, and we went to visit a few comic shops. And one of the comic shops that we went had a mural of Silver Surfer, and I was so excited because if you know me, you know that Silver Surfer is one of my favorite characters. I think he's like second spider-man's first and then Silver Surfer. so i took a picture in front of the mural and i was just so thrilled and i did end up buying a few comics i don't remember which one specifically i think it was scarlet witch's witch's road series which i've already read but i just wanted like a hard copy of it and then i bought oh i think i bought secret invasion because again that's during the time that secret invasion was releasing and i've also already read secret invasion but i just wanted the hard copy and then let's see we're, we're oh now we're in august so august was the ninja turtle movie which by the way growing up i had a whole ninja Ninja Turtle phase specifically it was during the time that the Nickelodeon show I think it was the 2012 series and so obviously with this movie coming out I was like okay um we're reintroducing the phase went to see the movie I loved it I enjoyed it it was obviously very different than what I'm used to because again I came from the 2012 show and in the movie they're approaching the whole story differently but yeah I am excited because spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the movie the credit scene features Shredder and Shredder is the villain that I am familiar with because again the 2012 series so I'm just like okay now now I get what's happening now I'm even more excited and I'm very ready for the next movie okay next right after the Ninja Turtle movie we had Blue Beetle which for a very long time growing up I was like very oh I don't watch DC like I just watch Marvel but recently I've just been like you know I'm gonna try and appreciate all of the franchises so when my little brother was like girl you're gonna get opening night tickets I was like yes yes I am and also because Blue Beetle is a Mexican superhero and I'm Mexican so it's like girl I have to support it's kind of obvious I'm the target audience, I am the target audience. I will be there. And let me tell you, I really enjoyed the movie. I really enjoyed the movie, and I really wish it would have done better at the box office. It really sucks that this movie was released, like, right after the strikes began, because Sholo Mariduena couldn't even promote his own film, and I was like, I knew how excited he was about this role and the movie, so it just, it really sucked. And the one thing I really wanted to mention about this film is how I loved the relationship between Jaime and his father, because typically, we always see unstable relationships relationships between sons and fathers on screen. Also, specifically because this was a Mexican family, in Mexican families you typically always have that sense of machismo. It's very prevalent and the way that this family was represented directly rejected that entire concept and it's so refreshing to see because we were able to see again this beautiful bond between father and son they were able to show their love towards one another they were able to show their emotions to cry and that is something we do not see often and it's something that we should see more often so i was just so happy so happy and i really enjoyed the movie and i feel like if anything i will be rewatching this movie eventually again i never rewatch dc movies because again it's kind of just like oh one time thing okay i just want to see what people are talking about but no, I walked out of this movie and I was like, I think I'm a Blue Beetle fan. I think, yeah. Okay, so we're reaching the end of my list. I do have Five Nights at Freddy's mentioned. I did watch that movie. And then I did watch Loki. I'm not the biggest Loki fan. Like, obviously, I appreciate the character, but I'm not the biggest fan. But I am able to acknowledge how impactful that ending was. And I'm really excited to see how that plays a role in the future of the MCU. Like, that is just, I'm, I'm very interested to see how that works. Also, I wanted to mention the Madam Web trailer. I've, I've heard what people are saying. I understand but I honestly am excited. I'm excited like I really no matter what studio it's coming from I'm just grateful to have Marvel content so I'm trying to look at the positives. One when I saw the clips of all the women in their Spidey costumes I was like that just fulfilled me because I don't think we've ever seen a live-action Spidey woman before. So that's just healing my inner child and being able to finally see that on screen. I'm like yes! Also from the shots like they look like good costumes like they look comic accurate. I'm like I'm... I'm loving this so far. Okay, what's up next? The Marvels. The Marvels released in November and I watched it opening night, obviously, and I enjoyed the film. Obviously, I do think there is a few things story-wise that I wish they would have explored further. Like, I feel like there was ideas and themes that they were like, they touched on, but they didn't fully develop or like explore. But that's just a minor thing to pick at because overall, I did enjoy the film. I love the dynamic between Carol, Monica, and Kamala. It was so good. Like, I could just watch them for hours and also the fight scene were amazing like that beginning fight the one that happened in the beginning of the film where it's like inside kamala's home and they're just like switching back and forth it was so well done and it was so entertaining to see also carol's new suit looks absolutely amazing the one that has the muted colors that's actually the one thing i would change about is just change it into brighter colors but i feel like they didn't do that because kamala's has the bright colors, so they didn't want it to like clash so i get it i get it but still amazing and don't even get me started with the credit scene because ah, quick spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen the movie quick spoiler alert people were complaining about bees but i was like girl he looks amazing he looks beautiful what are we all complaining about let's just be grateful so definitely beyond excited for whatever comes next or where that leads to Ooh, also i wanted to mention that i've been reading reign of marvel studios it's such a good book and i'm pretty sure you know what i'm talking about because a lot of people have been talking about it it talks about marvel studios history and how it basically came to be and there's just so much information in there that is just like it's crucial reading if you are a fan of the mcu there's just so much information in there it's so much behind the scenes content And like I mentioned with like the Disneyland stuff, like you already know how much I love behind the scenes content. So like having that book, I'm just like, yes, yes. And I do want to make a whole episode on that book as well once I finish it. It's taking me a while because I've been busy with school and then work and then college applications, by the way, which I recently just finished. But once I finish the book, best believe that I'm going to take my notes and then make a whole episode on it. Another thing that I've been recently thinking about is that I really want to watch the X-Men animated series, like the original series, because I have seen clips of it and I have seen a few, a couple episodes, but I've never seen the entire show. I know there are five seasons, so what I want to do is kind of go through each season and then make a podcast episode on that, on my thoughts, my review, all of that. Because early 2024, the X-Men 97 series is set to release, and since it is basically a continuation, I think it will be a cool thing to get into just to prepare. And that is officially it. Those are all the updates I have for you. Right now, I kind of want to give you a rundown of what to expect during these next few weeks. One, like I just mentioned, I'm going to dive right into the X-Men animated series and do an episode for each of the seasons. Also, what if season two is about to release in like a few days, so definitely expect a review, recap, all of that on that show. I'm going to try to get out as much as possible because right now I am on winter break from both work and school, so I'm just going to try and take advantage because I really don't know what my schedule's going to look like once I start both back up again. Okay, that is it now. That is officially it. Thank you so much for listening. I am so happy to be back. Please make sure to leave a comment or a review and be sure to follow the podcast to keep up with episodes. Follow my other socials at Soapbox to stay in touch. Thank you so much for listening and I hope to catch you next time. Bye!